The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You are about to enter a world of straight talk, compelling issues, and real solutions. Welcome to Power of Peace Radio with your host, Kit Cummings. Each week, we will tackle the issues that you've been talking about. We bring desperately needed hope and peace to our youth and our communities. Now, here is Kit Cummings. Uh, hello, everybody. Kit Cummings, Power of Peace Radio, coming to you live from Atlanta, GA. And every week we come together and we talk about peace and we talk about real issues that are going on in the world. And peace is a big one. Um, I always like to give you an update about the Power Peace Project, what's been going on. I told you last week I was on a tour in Michigan and did prisons, jails, youth detention, middle school, high school, all in one community where it's getting so crazy that football games on Friday night are getting called off because the other team refuses to come to this neighborhood. And so it's like, and I'm, I'm kind of, I want to do a short intro tonight because I'm so excited about what we're going to be doing. But I also got a call this week from Little Rock, Arkansas. I got a call from an administrator there and said, can the Power Peace Project come to Little Rock? And I said, well, you know, I go where I'm invited. I said, what you got going on? She said, the community is on the brink. There's a kid out in front of the school this week that was just firing a gun into the air right in front of the school. Pop, 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 pop. And they were afraid that there was going to be another situation where somebody was going to come into the school. That didn't happen. And they're wanting to get out in front of it and try to keep that from happening before it starts. And that's Little Rock, Arkansas, Muskegon, Michigan. We're not talking about Baltimore's and Ferguson. We're talking about, you know, anywhere America. It's people are talking about conflict, whether it be on the news overseas in the Middle East or in Russia, Ukraine, or whether it be in big cities around our country. I mean, in a lot of ways, the world is going crazy and young people are being affected. And I've been talking about this the whole, this is the last show in our pilot season. This is the 13th week, 14th if you count Labor Day when we did a replay. But I wanted to have a, a, a young person panel and I saved this one for last. And tonight we have four young people and we've got another one that might call in. Um, but anyway, four or five young people, male, female, got a diversity of white, Latino, black, and these are 17 to 21-year-old young folks that are experiencing life that a lot of us that are in the 40-somethings or 50-somethings might think we know, <laughs> but some people have no idea. And so, okay, here's the rules for anybody that's listening tonight, for our, for our listening audience. This is just no holds barred. Nothing is out of bounds. I'm going to ask questions that might shock some people, but we change the names of our panel to protect them because I want them to be able to answer. Honestly, um, I'm hoping the language is going to be okay, but I want them to be real, uh, but also just understand, you know, we're trying to keep it kind of, you know, kind of tight, but 
Um, but anyway, these these young people are wonderful, and I've told them ahead of time that I'm going to ask some real questions, and I want you to just give me straight answers, and there's no consequences. There's no reason not to be honest because nobody knows who you are. Nobody can see your face, and I'm not going to be use, using real names. So tonight, our panelists, uh, we have Anthony, we have Hello. Jonathan, we have Miles, we have Lene, and later on, checking in, we might have Brielle. And I've also got my co-host, Z Pledger, that is out there. And so everybody all at once, one, two, three, say hello. Bam. Hello. Hello. And that wasn't even close. You guys are not like a chorus. You know, we're going to try one more. I got it. I'm going to say one, two, three. You guys say hope is the new dope. Ready? One, two, three. Hope is the new dope. Man, I'm getting concerned about this panel. All right, all right, we're going to jump right in. Okay, here's we're going to just roll tonight. I mean, usually we take a couple of commercial breaks. Tonight, we're just going to go straight through because I think this is going to be an amazing show, and we're going to blast this over and over and over so that parents can can hear what you guys have to talk about. All right, first subject we're going to talk about is bullying, and specifically cyberbullying. When I was young, you had to, to see the bully, you had to go to the playground and are walking down the hall. Now it's a whole different game. You can hurt somebody with a post, a tweet, you know, a, a little video. Um, let's start with Anthony. How prevalent is cyberbullying in your experience through high school and into college? And how do you think it's affecting people? How does it hurt young people when they get hit with social media bullying? Okay, well, hello. Uh, I'm Anthony. And, um, well, to be honest, I've actually been seeing uh, cyberbullying since about middle school, um, ever since, like, the beginning of MySpace and all that. Yeah, I mean, I was using uh, MySpace in eighth grade. And, uh, I mean, I mean, like, even in sixth grade, it was, like, still a thing. And since the beginning of the time of social media, like, people have been constantly been posting things to, uh, I guess you can say, to flaunt their lives um, that have kind of been shunning other people's lives. And, I mean, those are forms of indirect cyberbullying. And then stemming from those things comes where people actually do start picking on people directly. Give me a specific, um, like I want to know if, an actual, protect people's names, but I want to know it. And how does it happen? Like, give me a specific post or a tweet or a video. What have you seen? Well, I've seen people post, I've seen people post uh, photos where, uh, I don't know, depending on the way someone looks, they directly and without shame, they'll just say a negative comment straight on their photo. And I mean, it's something that's like, that other people see and people are aware of it, but when it comes to like you being in middle school, you probably think it's funny with you being a, a young person in high school. You probably think it's funny, but you see other people like around and they're, they might even approach you the next day and ask you like, yo, why did you post that? Um, but it, it'll be, it could be anything people post, whether it's an indirect status, whether it's a post directly to someone's photo, making fun of them, using, talking to them directly, uh, directly after someone posts something, somebody says something, that is clearly talking about that person, but never mentions them. It's, it's something that has been brought up since about, I mean, I've been on social media for, I would say since about Oh six and I've, I've seen it throughout the years and it, it definitely hasn't gotten any better. It's, it's about the same. It's just been continuously cyberbullying has never, I've never seen it diminish. 
has it, um, do you see straight up lies, like a rumor started that, you know, so-and-so did this last week, or did you hear about so-and-so hooking up with that, 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 and it's absolutely not true, and that person has to come to school and look at people, and they have abs- they've done nothing, but everybody thinks they have. I mean, I'm wondering, does that happen? We don't see it a lot, you know, with adults, but is that happening with kids? That is very true. Uh, I've I've been I've come to school actually even asking some of my friends after seeing something online. Hey, is so is this is this true? What I saw online, or even like with someone random, I'll, I'll feel like I saw a conversation online with somebody posting something about them um, that they did. And you, I mean, being in that social network where you're probably following the majority of your school people in your class, you see these comments. And, I mean, you start getting these ideas of people when you probably, you don't even know them at all. So, um, mm. I mean, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely there where, yeah. where people have to face these things at school. I'm trying to imagine, you know, living through that because, like I said, our generation didn't have to. Let's move on to the next one. We're going we're gonna to move pretty quick. Um, Anthony, that was perfect because you, you kept it rolling. And, you know, I'm going to jump in there because we want to reach a lot of different uh, issues here. Um, Lene, thank you for being on the show. I want to talk to you about something that, that really a lot of people aren't talking about, um, but it's very prevalent and it's cutting and even suicide. We had a, um, a school in North Atlanta that had four suicides in one school year in one school, which is, it blew my mind because we never had one. My whole high school and college career, I never heard of it. Um, but we had four in one school. But help me understand if you do or have you seen or are you experiencing, you know, seeing people that are into this cutting thing and help us, our generation, understand what you think that's all about. Well, I have a, I have a, okay, I'll, I'll say I'm a social butterfly, so I know a lot of different types of people. I don't keep my crowd to one. So as far as in cutting, I know a lot of different people that actually do it and think that it's okay. And they think that it's okay because there were shows like Degrassi, there were shows, there are multiple shows on television in our developmental years, and I'll say that was middle school, end of elementary school, tell end of elementary school, going into middle school, then it stopped right around high school. And it's showing girls who are upset or in pain or sad about something, and they're cutting themselves. And, of course, at the end of the show, it tells you, oh, that this is wrong, this is a lesson that you shouldn't do. But, I mean, if you've seen it on five different shows, you've seen five different girls survive it, and you know that it's going to bring attention to whatever your problem is, then you're going to do it. That's what you see. That's kind of what you know. And that's what some people think is okay to bring attention to their own problems. Wow. I don't agree so, with that. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I don't agree with that. And that's not something that I would ever do. However, I do. And I actually honestly do know a couple of people who have done that. And they've done it in a visual place, or I mean, in a, um, in a noticeable place sometimes, so they can get that attention. And it, I mean, and it's bad that they had to go all the way there to get that attention. Yeah. But I don't think that, you know, that's the best idea. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that I work with kids. I mean, the Power Peace Project works in middle schools, high schools, youth detention, all the way up to maximum security prisons, gang intervention. And so I see a lot of uh, very dangerous activity, hurtful activity. But this is something that I think the older generations really can't understand because, um, you know, a lot of people have done that as a way to end themselves, but as a, a way to get noticed or, you know, often I've thought about it as a way to, if you don't see me, I'm going to do something so that you'll see me. If you don't exactly. feel now, me. Now, sometimes ahead. there are people who legitimately, who actually legitimately need, need someone. They need help and, they, and they've gone through that. And the reason why I would say your generation might not understand that well is if we have to go back to the cyberbullying. That, that, that's something that's very real. Like you said, when you go home, you don't have to, it, in the 80s and the 90s, when you were home, you didn't have to deal with that. When we yeah. go home, you open your cell phone, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's Bebo, it's MySpace, it's, it's, it's so many different websites, it's so many different social medias, and they're not just hitting you there. They'll hit you through your email. Yeah. They'll, they'll keep going, and, and, it, and sometimes you won't even know, and that's what makes it worse. You won't know, and you'll go to school, and you think, you'll think that everything is fine, and everybody else around you is laughing. And just yesterday, everything was fine. So that's what makes the cyberbullying so much worse. The information passes yeah. so much quicker than if you were at home. Yeah. Just in a, in a keystroke um, and just people thinking it's funny. And then, you know, I've heard of uh, girl. it was girls, but it's not always girls. But I heard of a group of girls and they put together a no cutting pact and they signed a pact with one another that we weren't going to do it. But then a girl would what they call relapse and do it. But and everybody would surround her and it's a way to get attention. So, you know, that's something that I think that um, I mean, we're going to move on, but I think that's such a big deal is self, you know, I, I'm going to hurt myself before you hurt me. Um, I'm going to control this situation. If you're going to hurt me, then I'm going to hurt me first, I think is a big part of it. All right, we're going to move on to Jonathan, and then I know Z's out there. Z, say hey. What's going on, everybody? Man. Hey. Those that guys. don't know Z, Z is one of the coolest guys on the planet. It makes me cooler just hanging out with him. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're going to come to you in just a second, Z, we're going to move on to Jonathan, and I saw something online the other day, I could not believe it, it was this uh, viral video where people, and a lot of people, guys were getting in the shower, and somebody's filming it, they put on the water, but they sit on the other side, they, they're, they're without a shirt, they spray themselves down with lighter fluid, and then their friend lights them on fire, and they see how long they can stand it, and then they get under the water, and then they laugh, and they blast it. And I don't know if you guys have heard about that, but what in the hell do you think is going on? I'm sorry, man, I broke the rules. But what in the hell do you think is going on with kids doing that? Jonathan? Well, um, I mean, that's that's a thing that's going on everywhere nowadays. I mean, uh, with Twitter and Instagram, um, it's easy to get your 15 minutes of fame, you know? You post something that that people want to see and that will catch attention, and, um, and there you go. You get 4,000 retweets, and every one of your friends is talking about it, and... Um, and there you are, you're a little star. Yo, that's the guy that jumped off the roof and survived. 
yo, that's the guy that punched that old lady, you know? Like, that's that's how you get big these days. So basically, everybody's trying to be a rock star. And I think that when kids see somebody like, uh, let's don't call out names, but you know who I'm talking about, put out a sex tape, then everybody (laughs) is... (laughs) is now that's that's something that, man, she got famous because she put that tape out. Um, we'll move on to the next one. Z. I was, I was just about to throw in, I just want to ask real quick on that end, Jonathan, is it really, is, is, is um, fame worth the price that you pay for some of the things that um, these kids experience after something like that? Just real quick. Well, I mean, honestly, um, I would have to say no. I mean, I've seen videos where... Uh, where kids are doing that light themselves on fire thing and, you know, they try to run and jump in the pool and slip and knock themselves out and get third degree burns, you know, like, is it, is it worth the, uh, the attention when you're screwing up your body or you're making a fool out of yourself on the internet, you know, there's uh, a, definitely consequences to your actions. All right. I'm going to jump into, uh, Anthony, I want to ask you this question right here, if you can help me out to understand. One of the things yeah. I kind of talk to kid about and talk to a lot of young people, especially when I'm at the schools and things of that sort, is like, I feel like this generation kind of lives a false reality. It's like, you know, they, I believe they think that bullets are rubber, they bounce off of you, uh, like we just talked about with the lighter fluid, like it really won't burn you. Going into like the video games, something like a Grand Theft Auto, how real and the characters with some of the things I guess that the characters are actually doing explain some real game scenarios that you've seen people do and even some of the positive, potentially negative consequences that come along with that. Well, yeah, the negative consequences in real life is what you're saying? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people because in, in Grand Theft Auto, I actually, the other day, I was playing it and I was in a room and this girl asked me, she goes, would you guys really do this in real life? And I said, no. Why would I do that in real life if I can just do it in a video game? And, I'm, and yeah, it's, it's kind of like some people can, can realize, I guess it comes down to the person, uh, whether it's like you know you're just playing a video game uh, uh-huh. compared to like, yo, I did this in a video game, maybe I can get away with it in real life. I, I guess it comes down to the logic in, in, in people that realize... Uh, I mean, it's just a video game, and other people that are like, okay, this kind of gave me the spark to just like do, to act dumb and, and, and maybe try something because you, you've seen it in a, in a video game that is so real. Uh, I mean, you, you, you play Grand Theft Auto, and, and everything that you do, I mean, just like real life, it has its consequences. Your player starts getting, I mean, cops chase you and everything, but that's the video game. And once you can, when it comes down to the person that can separate the life of what they do, on a video game for fun compared to what they're going to actually do in person. So, uh, yeah, there is this false, false fantasy world uh, that people are currently, that you can, that you can play and control a player and uh, control someone's life in, but it's, it's knowing that it's just a game and um, I got just having your own fun with it if you're, if you're going to play it. Yeah, and I yeah. think um, a, what a lot of people don't understand is the way the brain works. The brain is a learning machine, and it's built to learn. And whatever you pay attention to, it is paying attention to. And whatever you gaze upon the most is what you become. And so the brain it does not know the difference in 
reality and imagination. It just learns. And so you become that character and your brain is is thinking that it's you. And so when you're going out and living life after playing four hours of Grand Theft Auto and you're busting people and you're shooting people and you're hanging out in strip joints and you're doing all these things, running from the cops and hitting old ladies and thinking it's entertainment, your brain has paid attention to all of that. And here we go. It makes the next step. You wonder how some of the kids can do some of the stuff they're doing. Well, they've been practicing. Yeah. And I visit guys in prison that they never, they, it wasn't part of their business plan to go do some time. They just let their minds go wherever it wanted to go for long enough until the body followed. So yeah. um, we're going to continue on because I want to get to everybody. And you guys are, <laughs> you guys are helping a lot of people. I want to just say you guys are doing great. Miles, I know you're out there. There's a lot of people, you know, I went to parties. I partied. I did a lot of things um, when I was, golly, young, but definitely through high school and into college. I mean, it was pretty wild. But we didn't have a lot of the things going on that, that this generation has created as entertainment. I want you to walk me through a typical party. Now, let's, I mean, walk me through a wild party with 17-year-old kids, <laughs> 16, 17, and tell me some of the things. Now, there's no consequences here. These are things you oh, see. Yeah. All right? And then I also want, want you to take a guess at what percentage you think of that party gets behind the wheel when they're over the legal limit. Oh, Lord. Um <clears throat> Well, First, I'm walk me through a party. You you show up, you walk in. It's crazy. What do you, what am I what am I seeing? I mean, well, here's what I'd say. I think there are a lot of different people at parties. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely a lot of different mindsets. I, I, this probably goes back to uh, what uh, Jonathan was saying about like uh, attention seeking behavior <laughs> to like a very large extent. I think a lot of people that go to parties, especially you know some people I might know or you know I've seen around, they just you go in and like the goal is basically just to get real messed up, you know, like just to get as messed up as possible. And I think a lot of times, you know, you don't think about it in the moment, but the problem is, is that, uh, is that so many bad things can come of that? Like, and not, and this isn't even just like physical consequences. This is like emotional consequences. Like there are people you care about there, you know what I'm saying? And, there are people you care about around. You might say some things you don't mean. You might do some things you don't mean. But the problem is, is that this isn't a video game. <laughs> and yeah. you're, you're answering for those consequences. Like, it's not like if you go out and you have a girlfriend, you cheat on your girlfriend. You know, I've seen that multiple times, you know, and, like, things like that. Like, and if you go do that, like, that's not fake, you know. You might wake up and you may barely remember it, but that's not a not real thing. Yeah. And, and people regret these kinds of things, you know. Let me ask you this as one follow-up and then going back to Z. I've heard that there are parties with young people and there's a bowl, okay, on a table. I don't know if anybody's ever seen this. And there's assorted pills in that bowl and people don't know one might be a Molly, one might be a Oxycontin, one might be, you know, a, a THC tablet. Another one might be Xanax. Another one might be, you know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, yeah, but no. it's just, I mean, it's a no, sword. What I say about that, man, is that, Have uh, you seen that? I, I haven't seen that up front. No, I, I think... I have I, seen that. I, I think it's a little bit less formal than uh, than that. I feel like people people come and people are, you know, people are trying to get messed up at a lot of parties, especially, like, I mean, the older you get, like... I mean, I, I you know, like, people 
people start drinking early nowadays, like real early. <laughs> and, and trust me, parents, you don't I'll know work. about it. <laughs> How like, I, uh-huh. I've seen kids, I've seen kids drinking when I was in like, you know, sixth grade, seventh grade, like, you know, and like, that's like, it, it's like a, I mean, like, I, I don't agree with this, like, as far as like cool goes, but I mean, like, it's like the cool thing to do now. Cause the problem is, is that our culture like perpetuates, like, say like rap music or, you know, things like that. And like, it's cool, you know, talk about, you know, smoking cigarettes and, you know, drinking excessively and all that. That's like the cool thing to sing about. Like, you know, you're, you're, and these people are looking up to these people and all that. And, and I, I kind of skipped over the drunk driving question, but that's a really, that's like a really important thing as well. I mean, yeah. I know, I know plenty of people that drunk drive and it's terrible. It's, oh. it's absolutely horrible. And, you know, like and, give me a percentage of that typical party. How, if you had to kind of try to put a percentage, how many do you think go and get in the car? And I'm just talking about not 50. just flat out got to be just wasted, but I'm saying just over the legal limit, how many, what percentage would you guess? Well, I'd say, I'd say out of the people that drove and the people that aren't staying there, at yeah. least half, <laughs> you know, yeah, like half. Half. good. Um, right. Did you guys hear about the, um, the parents that actually uh, were going to have uh, charges filed against them because they were allowing the kids to come to the house to drink? They were buying the booze and allowing them to come over to the house to drink alcohol and uh, I mean, kids I would say, and I would accidents say, and things of that sort. Well, I'd, I'd say about I, I know a situation like that. <laughs> I, I I personally have have a friend that in high school they had a prom after party. I didn't attend to this. But they, they allowed everyone to go over to their house afterwards. You know, everyone was drinking, everyone was having a good time. But the parents, like, they got the cops called on them. And guess what? The mom got arrested. Like, <laughs> there's liability. It's a real yeah. thing. And, and, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a real thing. I'm going to jump in just on the influence impact of what we were just talking about uh, when we talked about video games as well. But I'm a big music buff. And, um... I think about music and the influence that it has, and I think an artist like somebody like Stitches versus someone like a J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar or someone like that. Um, what do you think? I guess I'm just curious to know, like, when you guys are listening to a J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar and you have someone that's listening to a Stitches, what is it that you think that this person is thinking when those songs go off versus the things that you're thinking? And then what do you say to a person that acts out on something that listens to a, a song like uh, from an artist. Well, Let's throw this to Jonathan. <clears throat> All right. Um, well, me, I, uh, I think you asked the right person for this question. Cause I am a huge <laughs> fan of both sides of rap. All right. <laughs> I love conscious intellectual Kendrick Lamar, some J Cole, but I mean, I love future and I love Gucci and I love songs that talk about killing people and, <laughs> and doing cocaine. But um, no, honestly, the thing is, is that uh, is that it's not it's not as much if you listen to their music, you know, like does it represent you? You know, I know a lot of people that that uh, musically love J Cole and they love Kendrick Lamar, but they don't they don't care about their their message. You know, Kendrick dropped a great album and it had a great message, but do I want to listen to it with my friends? Not really. You know, I'm a I'm sitting here, I'm going to parties and, uh, and all I hear is future. All I hear is songs about, you know, partying and having sex and going to the club and balling out. And to be honest, 
You know, it makes me kind of want to do those things. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when yeah. I hear when I hear Future talk about getting a bunch of money and blowing it all at the strip club, I'm kind of like, you know what? That might be pretty cool. I might want to do that someday. So I definitely think that um, that the conscious rap is, is something that can influence people, but I definitely say that negative rap and um, club songs, party songs are the ones that are catchy. They're the ones that are going to influence people more, you know? But, but it's like the impressionable mob mentality too, though. Yeah. Absolutely. True. I mean, uh, uh, you know, my my son sends me. Uh, he keeps me on the edge, you know, with the the latest and the the what's in, and I love it. And I'll listen to it. I think that's a lot of parents don't do that. And I want to I want to say this: that parents that are listening or are going to listen, we we uh, rebroadcast this podcast and replay. Um, you got to get involved in the conversation, you know, with your kids. You can't just say don't. Don't go here. Don't do that. Don't smoke that. Don't listen to that. Don't play that game. If you do, I'm going to take it all away. I mean, what we make is a lot of times we make our kids sophisticated liars because, you know, we're not involved in the conversation. And so what I say is, hey, send me, um, you know, what you're listening to and let's let's do it together. I mean, teach me. I want to hear what it's all about. And 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 it helps me. It helps me to to know what's up, and then I can say, "What do you think about that? Tell me about this and that." And I think you know, parents need to get involved in the conversation, or at least get somebody involved. Because my daughter played me a song because she wanted me to hear it, and it was from this guy named Stitches. Which, if he's out there listening, is a complete idiot, and he's hurting people. He's throwing supposed cocaine out into a group of kids. It's probably baby, you know, powder. But and he's talking about things that I can't mention on this show because they're so heinous. And I thought anybody that can stomach this, man, we are losing our minds with the young generation. For a sake of time, let's move on. Uh, Lene, I know that, that you had a comment, but I want to, and feel free, you can throw that in here too, but I want to hit uh, the issue of sexting. Um, how prevalent it is, just what is typical, and I'm talking about the typical high school, the typical student. Um, let's say how many students out of 10 have experienced it, have gotten a, a text that had you know, someone taking a picture of themselves or you know, a boyfriend that's broken up with a girl and he's got some pictures and he blasts it all over the school and it crushes that girl. Um, tell us about what's going on out there and our listeners uh, with this phenomenon. Well, um, okay. Sexting. <laughs> that is, yeah, people, you said high school, but people do it as young as middle school. Uh, and even now that elementary schoolers have cell phones, they probably do it in elementary school also because my, my little brother has told me, oh, yeah, this girl had a, had a bracelet on and it was black in my pocket. So she was supposed to lick my private parts, and she did. And I said, but you're, you're 10 years old. How do you even know about that? Well, that's what she said, and she did it, and it felt good. And I said, okay, yeah, we're going to have to tell mama about this. But that's, some, that's real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's real. It's, you, people see it. Um, so sex, sexting, people get ideas like that from, from television. People get ideas like that from the music. And and. It's been countless times in high school that people have either broken up with someone 
or someone has got access to someone's phone, and they'll create an entire Facebook page dedicated to naked pictures of all the girls at that one high school. Oh. <laughs> and That's... so that 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 is just something. It's, it's common, and, and it's horrible that it happens. I, I haven't... In high school, I've never had to experience that because I, I watched firsthand that happened to other girls or even guys that I knew. It's embarrassing, and it's, and it's, and it's something that people think is cool and makes you feel like you're grown or, you know, older and you're doing something, but it can come back and bite you in the, in the butt, bite you hard, because your parents will later see it. Your grandparents will later see it, and it has, and it has happened where someone, someone was trying to sue one someone else's parent because their child was posting pictures, naked pictures of a girl online. Man, and you know how it is when you're 16, 17, when you have your first love. I mean, you know, you believe it's going to be forever, yeah. it's forever, ever. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to send them something, and then now it's it's funny. I mean, there's there's videos that go. Here's the other thing about social media. I know you hear this, but I don't think you hear this. We're in an age where NFL has a whole department dedicated to social media looking at character you've got companies that you're gonna you're gonna try to get jobs with in five years they are going to check out everything you've ever done your footprint everything you've ever said i got kids coming out of youth detention and they're still throwing up gang signs on facebook and i'm like you know you want to go back to prison it's obvious you know i mean and there it's a uh, generation that thinks there's no consequence and there is, you know, I mean, it's going to follow you. And I want y'all to hear that. We've got um, Brielle on the line. She had to, to Brielle, you out there? I know, yeah. Okay. And I'm going to ask everybody, kind of watch your background noise. We've got some, some, make sure we're not on speaker and make sure you're not like banging pots and pans together while we're trying to have this show. Um, All right, I'll try uh, not to. Brielle, I, I'm sorry. I mean, we've, we've been leading towards more and more and more stuff. I've, I've just got to go ahead and just get to what's next, but I'm sorry that this is the first one for you. No, I but there, have a lot of there, important things <laughs> to add. You good? Yeah. Okay. Okay, there is, this is something I've heard, not just from one person, but there is the rumor that I hear that what has become normal in schools with males and females is that girls believe that oral sex is not really sex and that everybody does it. And anal sex, you can do that and still be a virgin if you don't have vaginal sex. And because these are real things, I don't know that parents even know this is going on. A lot of parents that are clueless. Have I heard something that's absolutely a lie or is that something that you have heard or experienced being a junior in high school or whatever it is that you are? No, that's very true. I think the boundaries have kind of changed over time for sure. Um, It's become a lot more normal it's not a big thing to participate in those things. It's not, nobody really cares anymore. And that's why it's getting to younger generations and younger and younger and younger because they're watching the old, their older siblings and everything and hearing about things that are happening that people don't react to because it's not, it's not a big thing anymore if that happens. 
Do you think that it's because of the things that we've been talking about, what we're watching, the games we're playing, the music we're listening to, have created this thing in our brain where it is normal? It uh, You see it on social media. People talk about it. And so it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I want people to understand that when you're 30 and when you have kids and you've got daughters, do you think that you're going to care then? Because, see, kids don't think about that. They don't think about, you know, when they they are parents, that you're going to have to live with that with your kids is that, you know, that was no big deal. It's a big deal. Why, how, I mean, I don't know. I'm spe- I asked a question, then I kind of answered it. But do you think it's because of what we're watching, talking about, listening to, playing, that that's led to that, eh, that ain't no big deal? Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Especially <laughs> the music, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. I'm, I, I'm, I'm with Grell. I think it's just psych- psychologically we just have put ourselves in a position to where we have dropped certain standards uh, of morals and things of that sort. And uh, one of the guys, I think Jonathan or someone said earlier about trying to be cool, and I think a lot of it is that. I remember us growing up, I mean, oral and anal sex was like a sin if you said something like that to a female uh, coming up. You, you were better off just trying your best from a vaginal standpoint because if you said anal or oral, it was like you just called the call her the devil's name. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's amazing how it has now gone and, and reversed to this point yep. where women really feel as though, hey, you know, as long as, you know, we don't, um, you know, do anything from a vaginal standpoint, then we're fine. And I guess what I think about, especially with me going to University of Georgia, a large school, I remember football players calling me at night saying, hey, man, we have this female or that female over at the dorm. You want to come by? And some of the things that would happen to these girls just because they made them, themselves susceptible to that. And, you know, I think about that as well um, from a standpoint of, like you said, when you're 30 and you have kids and the rumors and things that follow behind you when you're trying to live your life and pictures come up on social media of something you did when you were 19. I actually want to share a story because I think it's very, very, very important. Um, At my old school, I I even heard about it. I just moved schools, and this school is about an hour away, and I heard about this incident that happened that this football player um, and this freshman girl having sex, and the football player um, videotaped it, Mm -hmm. and the school found out. Mm-hmm. And he is now labeled as a um, child pornographer. Wow. And he lost his scholarships for football. He was he was amazing. He was a running back. I was in his chemistry class, <laughs> and wow. he just ruined his life because of one one incident that happened that he thought wow. was okay. Wow. And, you know, I, I see those guys on the inside because of the work that I do with uh, juvenile and also, you know, adult uh, felons. And that's, I mean, it's they have to have special places they try to, to have the sex offenders live. Um, it, you can't because of overcrowding in the prisons. Um, it is, you know, I know somebody that just went there because all he, you know, he was, he was te- he's a youth pastor and he was texting an underage girl it was conversation back and forth and I and it was conversation that shouldn't have been happening and he's doing real time 
and in a place he doesn't want to be. And again, people aren't thinking about the consequences. Um, And this show, I hope, is going to open some eyes. But we're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, I think we got one more little segment, and then we're gonna have some fun as we close because we, you know, this has been heavy show. But um, yeah, we got a couple more things we want to talk about. Well, I would want to end with this last question, guys. We're gonna go all the way to the right. Um, and you, and what's funny, I guess this is, this is kind of a two-part question because I want want you guys to answer the immediate question, uh, and I'm gonna give this to Miles. Immediate question, and then someone can follow up, and I'm gonna give you a second part of the question. I want to know how gay students are treated today at school. I remember when I was growing up, I think it was one gay guy in my elementary, middle school, and it might have been one gay guy in my high school. I'm somebody that you actually knew knew was gay yeah. because they didn't really come out of the closet. We used to, you know, as bad as it may sound, gay guys used to get beat up, you know, get things of that sort. It was <clears throat> something that was very taboo um, yeah, terrible, in that, at that time. What, what, how are they treated now, Miles? I mean, well, I think it's a mixed bag, like truly. Like, I mean, it's kind of like... I'd say superficially, gay people, like, as far as, like, on, like, a material, just, like, surface level, gay students are treated, like, sort of equally, I guess. Like, like I mean, like, socially, it's just, like, it's it's not cool anymore to be a dick to gay people. Like, it's it's not cool yeah. to be a jerk. Like, it, 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 that's not, like, the cool thing to do, really. Like, maybe yeah. in, like, your tight-knit social group, you make jokes or whatever, but, like, as far as, like, like... On like a social level, like really being a jerk about it, I don't think that's normal. But I also think that there's definitely like I can't really I can't really think of a word. Like there's a little bit of like ostracization. I don't know if that's a word. Like ostracizing, mm-hmm. like because a lot of people aren't gonna. Uh, I don't know. It's like there's there's people that aren't gonna associate with people because they're gay. A hundred and fifty percent. Like again, it's people that what now? There's people that aren't going to associate with you oh, if okay. you're gay, okay. like just a hundred percent. Like, like gotcha. if you're gay, you're not going to be chilling with a bunch of football players. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like that, yeah. that, that's yeah. not like something that's like not the same. Like it, it's okay. just like how, how it used to be in certain ways. It's just like, you're not going to go out and like just actually beat someone up. Like, I mean, I'm sure there are cases, but I'd say it's not as, it's not as prevalent. I mean, yeah, exactly. And then there are more, like, socially conscious people, like me, myself, like, I have, like, multiple people super, like, boyly gay that are friends of mine, but um, I can assure you that's not everyone. Hey, I think we're having a little connectivity issue there, Miles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to mute you, Miles. I think we're having some crazy stuff coming out of your your phone there. Nick, we good? Okay, good. Um, man, Miles, that was good stuff, too. <laughs> I hate to have to yeah, well, it was, I hate to cut you off there. That was like alien activity going on. Okay, one more question before we move into what we call Z's Game of the Week. Um, Jonathan, are you, when you see bullying going on and a weak person being dominated and or even hurt, um, a, do you look the other way? B, do you laugh? C, do you get involved and defend the weak? 
Um, can you repeat the first part a little bit? It was still a little crazy when you started the question. Okay. You see somebody being bullied. Um, okay. And- yeah, I got you. Um, okay. Honestly, I think it depends on the context. Um, nowadays, um, you know, it just depends. Sometimes there's cases where you see somebody um, – in a situation where it is not smart for you to in, insert yourself in that situation. I, uh, I lived in Atlanta last year, and um, there were multiple times where I saw somebody, you know, getting picked on by, by a few other guys, and then I noticed that those guys had guns, and I was not about to play the hero, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think in, um, in other situations... Um, there are times where you can step in and try to be the mediator, try to be the peacemaker. However, um, I would, I would be cautious in, in some certain situations. And that is a, you guys are brilliant, man. I hope we have a million people, a million listens, you know, to this, because I'm not going to stop blasting this one. You guys are incredible. Because of time, we're going to, we're going to move to what we call our game of the week. And I always give a disclaimer. um, This is all Z. He comes up with this. So if it's like goofy to death, then, you know, blame him. If it bombs terribly, then, you know, blame him. And if it really, really rocks, if it rocks, then, you know, I approve this message. So, Z, go for it, baby. And we're going to go back and forth on these questions. But set it up, Z. Yeah, let's, um, I'm trying to figure out who I should start out with first. But this first game, we're going to we're gonna play two games with y'all. We're going to have to go through it real quick. And this um, moves first fast, game, guys. This moves real fast. The first game is my interpretation of the situation. So really what you're doing, you're saying I buy it or I sell it. So if you buy it, that means that you agree with it. It's something you say I buy. If you're not with it, it's not cool to like I'm selling it. So I'm going to ask. Um, I'm going to start with Jonathan because I think Jonathan said that he was a, kind of the uh, music guru. Um Jonathan, Tupac, oh, yeah. and Tupac and Biggie would still have the rap game on lock if they were still alive today. Buy or sell? You said what, rapper? Tupac and Biggie would have the music, the rap game on lock if they were still alive today. Oh, buy it. Buy it for sure. Buy it, my man. Yeah, uh, who would be on top? Who do you think would be the bigger of the two? Tupac. You said Pac? Yeah, I said Pac. All right, somebody's somebody's having a rumble in the background. You got to chill it out, man. We're getting a whole lot of noise from somebody, so tighten up. Okay, number two, we're going to go to – we hadn't heard from um, our brother Anthony in a while. This guy is probably the smartest guy on the call. He's like the professor. And so, I mean, you know, so I don't know what basketball, you know, skills are like. But, all right, Michael Jordan is the best player ever to play the game. Will there ever be another Michael, or is there right now? Buy or sell? Um, Technical difficulty. What are you saying? (laughs) We were doing so Oh, I apologize. I apologize. All right, come on um, back, Professor. I would say, I heard your question. Um, I would say, buy Michael Jordan as the best player ever. Dang, Bon. Really? Hey. Hello? <laughs> I don't, I'm, 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 I'm going to skip one and go to um, 
a question that I think that uh, maybe Lene would answer since the next one is kind of basketball, and I'll let Kate go back to that one. All right. Lene, having to deal mm-hmm. with all of the having to deal with all of the Kardashians push Bruce Jenner <laughs> into becoming a transgender <laughs> by a selling. Uh, <laughs> I would I would um, I wanna say I would I would buy it, but I would sell it because I think something's you know, I think something was wrong with him a long time ago. <laughs> I'm going to add something into this, though. Did he do something very significant for people out there that are dealing with this issue that have always felt less than and have felt, I mean, really suicidal? And here's a here's someone that stands up and and I'm being very honest. Um, you know, did, no. he, did he do something good for the planet for some people? No, no. I just don't agree with that. I don't. I'm not, I'm not saying because he's um, a transgender either. I'm saying I don't think he did anything special because there are multiple men out there who have turned themselves into women. It is just a big deal for him. First of all, because he's so old, <laughs> that's number one. <laughs> he's a grandma. He's a grandma. He didn't turn into a woman. He turned into a grandma. So I'm not. Yeah, then, the, then the show took an ugly turn. <laughs> Snap. All right. Let's get, off. Let's get off of Bruce, man. I mean, right. uh, not Bruce, but Katrina. What's her name? Caitlin. Okay. Uh, okay. So, Z, is this supposed to be me again? All right. Let's yeah, go back to <laughs> Let's go to this one. Um, Hillary Clinton will be the first female president of the United States, and we're going to miles buy or oh, sell. Oh yeah. All right. Um, I sell that <laughs> I don't really like Hillary Clinton much. I'm not. A, I'm a Bernie Sanders <laughs> advocate. <laughs> Oh, man, dude, you're going Bernie? I'm a Bernie guy, yeah. Absolutely. I think Bernie is, uh, he scares me, man. Oh, he scares he's a little bit, me. He's we're going to go. A little bit radical. I can't really I'm, just, I'm, just trying to, I'm, just, I'm just trying to find the authenticity in, in, in Bernie. It's like when you're listening to him, it's like looking at a Chinese person cook soul food. And it's like, really? <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, let's go, let's go Ebony it's Ivory, uh, Z. But, the, but it's good, though. You know what I mean? Let's go right, Ebony Ivory, go, man. Ebony Ivory. Uh, let's go with... Uh, Donald Trump. Real. Real. <laughs> Real Ebony or Ivory. This is where you guys don't know who's Ebony and Ivory between Kit and I. So we played this little game know. called Ebony and Ivory, and you pick which one <laughs> between the Ebony and Ivory you like. Seth Rogen or Kevin Hart? Real. Seth Rogen. Okay, Seth Rogen. Right. Kevin Hart, though, is he's in every movie ever made. Like, I think there's not a movie made that he's not in right now. Is that true? Well, is he in the new Steve Jobs movie? No. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, he's yeah. playing Steve Jobs. Is, is he actually? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one goes to Lene. I mean, well, let me ask you this. Is Brielle back on? She lost her connection. Are you back? Yes. Okay, yes, here we go. <laughs> Iggy Azalea or Nicki Minaj? Oh Lord! Um, definitely Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> agree. Yeah, way okay. is a very. Iggy's dead. Iggy's. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy's dead. 
Yeah. <laughs> boomers get games. started, man. Z, who keeps the best? Who answered the first question? <laughs> who, answered, who answered the Seth Rogen question? Who was that? I did, Miles. Miles. Okay, Jonathan. Eminem or Lil Wayne? Ah, uh, yeah, of course. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, right now I'm gonna put you on the spot, Jonathan. Do do flow. Give me give me your best flow. It's gonna be short, tight, go. Uh, yo, they don't think I can't rap because I'm white, but I'm killing jokers like the Dark Knight. Uh, drops the night. <laughs> you guys are making me and Z look like a bunch of old farts that are not that cool. Man. We're usually the coolest guys on our show, but tonight, oh man, killing me, killing me. Okay, right. we got a few minutes here. Go, Z. Last, last, last one. Old school, new school. Uh, who have we not hit? Anthony. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, Anthony. Uh, Magic Johnson or LeBron James. Ooh. Ooh. Well, yeah, LeBron. I would have to go with LeBron as an overall player in his in his terms of of I don't know dynamics and what he can do as a leader. I'm gonna have to go with LeBron. Matt. He's just an overall like if he goes if he goes to a team, that team will definitely go very far in the playoffs. And I would have to credit that to his leadership. So agreed. Definitely go to LeBron. Very deep answer from the professor. <laughs> The professor is in. The doctor is in. Okay, last one, and then we're going to go to our wrap, okay, because we've got about two minutes left. Uh, let's go with Lene. You ready? Yep. All right, we're going to go back a minute. Richard Pryor or Dave Chappelle? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I, I oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Honestly, I would say, I would say Richard Pryor. And it's because I actually, I, I, I enjoy him better. I can sit through his stand-ups, and I'm laughing. Dave Chappelle, I've watched the entire, you know, series, and it's moments where he's almost trying too hard, kind of how Jim Carrey does sometimes, which I love Jim Carrey, but sometimes Jim Carrey's right there, but he just goes right too far. Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> hey, well, I'm going to wrap now. I want to thank Anthony. I want to thank Brielle. I want to thank Jonathan, Miles, Lene. I couldn't have asked for anything more. Today we covered cyberbullying. We covered cutting and suicide. We covered crazy viral videos like lighter fluid and 15-minute fights. We covered grand theft auto. We covered drunk driving and things that are going on at parties that parents would never know. We talked about unhealthy rap versus, you know, conscious rap. We talked about sexting. We talked about forms of sex that, I mean, tell you, most people are not even talking about, certainly not on the air. And we talked about gay students and even transgender. For those that are listening, man, the power piece, we deal with real issues and I have to say, this is probably the most impactful in our um, pilot season. And so thank you. The Power Piece is about bringing peace to people that lack it. And all of these issues that we've been dealing with tonight definitely deal with pain. I mean, it's you don't see me. You don't feel me. I don't matter. It's addiction. It's trying to get attention. It's ego. It's all forms of people that are in pain trying to cover it up or trying to heal it, trying to fill a hole. And peace is what people lack. Because if you can find inner peace and you can find, if you love yourself, 
if you learn to accept yourself in your own skin and the way you see yourself is the way other people are going to see you and that is just true I'm going to say it again the way you see yourself is the way others are going to see you bullying is about cowards and really peace is about love thank you our young panel Z you're the best man love you you guys look for us we're going to blast this one out be the peace you want to see in the world peace out Thank you for tuning in to Power of Peace Radio. We hope you've become inspired to make a change in your world. Spread the word and make sure to tune in to our next show. We're live every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be the change you wish to see. And remember, hope is the new dope. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.